Hello there, my name is Brad. We are Grace Teaching today. We're going through the 10 most important things Christians should know. And we're on our 6th of 10. The 6th most important thing Christians should know is that you can quench the Holy Spirit. That's right. Um, Also, you can grieve the Holy Spirit. And we're going to talk about both of those today. So Christians should know that you can quench the Holy Spirit and you can grieve the Holy Spirit. And we're going to get their meaning and what it means to do that. And uh, are we doing that? The word for quench in the Greek language, um, it means to extinguish. Um, The part of speech is verb. And so it's an action taken on behalf of us. This is something we actually actively do. Okay, and so when we actively quench the Holy Spirit, what we're doing is we're extinguishing the power of the Holy Spirit in us. Now, the Holy Spirit is always active, but when we choose to live self-sufficient lives, and we choose, as we have heard, edging God out, remember the Holy Spirit is in us to teach us everything we need to know, and so we want to lean in on, depend on the Holy Spirit's teaching, and uh, always look to the Holy Spirit to teach us everything we need to know, 1 John 2, 27. But as we look at the word extinguish, it kind of reminds me of the um, when you put out a fire with a fire extinguisher. Um, the Greek word for extinguish is svino, um, and it means to switch off or to burn out or erase. Okay, so the Galatians. How did the Galatians quench the Holy Spirit? To give us a better idea of how this happens. Um, In Galatians 5.4, we read here, Apostle Paul says, For if you're trying to make yourself right with God, by keeping the law, you have been cut off from Christ. You have fallen away from God's grace. Now, again, this is not meaning that we lose, the Galatians didn't lose their salvation. Um, So we know that whoever's joined to the Lord is one spirit with him. And so we know that we're always, excuse me, saved by grace through faith, not of works. It's a gift from God. So once saved, always saved. We know that. But what Paul is saying here is the Galatians went over and tried to make themselves right with God when they already were. You see, they left trusting and they went over to trying. How do you begin to trust the Lord? Well, you begin to trust the Lord when you come to the end of trying. Okay, and so that's what they were doing is uh, they... uh, They were cut off from Christ. What that means is they just chose to live self-sufficient lives. And of course, when we choose to live self-sufficient lives, we're no longer being taught by the Holy Spirit. Um, We're not getting insight from the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit's not leading and guiding us. We're We're leading our own lives. And what happens when we do that is we fall from grace. And that means... We don't experience what we've always had in Christ. Colossians 2.10 tells us we're complete through our union with Christ. And that's always, even if we fall from grace. 
the Galatians fell from grace. And that doesn't mean that they no longer were complete through their union with Christ. They were. It's just that they didn't experience that. So you see the problem with quenching the Holy Spirit there. So how do you restore the body of Christ gently? Well, just the same way, you know, the, the way we restore the body of Christ gently is by getting them back over to trusting and not trying. Okay, we don't try to get forgiven. We already are. We trust that we are because of what Jesus Christ has done for us. We don't try to, you know, abide in Christ because we trust that we already are. You see, we don't try to get the Holy Spirit to live or to direct and guide us. We trust the Holy Spirit is guiding us, you see. And so that's what Paul is saying in Galatians 6 1. He says, Brothers and sisters, if someone is caught in a sin, you who live by the Spirit should restore that person gently. But watch yourselves, or you also may be tempted. Remember, Galatians 5.18 tells us those who are led by the Spirit are no longer under the law. Law is just translated trying. Trying to live the Christian life. We don't try to live the Christian life. We trust the Spirit of Christ to live the Christian life through us. There was a time when I was walking a resident out of the facility at a care center and uh, in her wheelchair. And she wanted to go for a ride. I was working in the activity department and I was asked to take residents outside and take them for a little walk or wheel them outside. And uh, I happened to notice this one resident with her Bible on her lap. And so I knew she was, you know, she was, you know, she knew the Bible. And, and I asked her the question when I was out there. She had been, you know, kind of anxious and as I was wheeling her outside. And when we finally stopped at a bus stop there across the street from the facility, I asked her this question. I said, so what did the Lord mean when he spoke to David? And he said this, be still and know that I am God. And she said, she, she paused for a minute or so. And she responded, she says, stop trying and start trusting. And boy, I, I think she needed to know that. And so did I. The grace of God is not about trying to live the Christian life. It's about trusting the one who gave his life for us to live the Christian life through us. Remember, Christians should know also that uh, we can uh, grieve the Holy Spirit. That's right. Christians should know that they grieve the Holy Spirit. What does the word grieve mean? Well, grieve... In the Greek language, it means to experience deep emotional pain or sadness. This is something David experienced. In Psalms 18.6, he says, In my distress I called upon the Lord and he heard my cry. David was sad. He had extreme emotional pain, deep emotional pain, and he experienced it. So that's what happens. The Holy Spirit can actually experience sadness. And Paul is saying this to the Ephesians. Don't make the Holy Spirit sad when he says, Do not grieve the Holy Spirit of God with whom you were sealed for the day of redemption. Get rid of all the bitterness, rage, anger, brawling, slander, along with every other form of malice. 
be kind and compassionate to one another, forgiving each other just as in Christ God forgave you. Ephesians 4, verse 30 through 32. So how can we get rid of this um, malice and hatred towards others? Well, we stop trying and we start trusting. Remember, the Ephesians were grieving the Holy Spirit. That's why Paul wrote to them. And also, keep in mind when the, when the Apostle Paul says, don't quench the Holy Spirit. So, when he, in both cases, when he says, do not quench the Spirit, the Holy Spirit, and don't grieve the Holy Spirit, that means that somebody was they were quenching the Holy Spirit. They were grieving the Holy Spirit. And the way the Ephesians were grieving the Holy Spirit is they were being unkind to each other. Okay? That's why he said, put away anger, bitterness, rage, brawling, slander, and malice. That's hatred towards one another. And so that's what was going on in the church. And he said, basically, knock it off. You guys are making the Holy Spirit sad when you are this way towards one another. Instead, be kind to each other. And it all starts with trusting Christ. This has been the six of ten most important things Christians should know. Trust Christ today.